a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to another edition of the Yards After College podcast powered by KSLSports.com. I'm Kyle Ireland and alongside me is my co-host Sam Farnsworth at Samsworth underscore KSL on Twitter. You can find him there and just follow him throughout the week and uh, he tweets some good goodness. You got some gems on Twitter, Sam. I, uh, I, thought, you had, I thought you had a good week on Twitter. I'll say that Thanks. much. I enjoy Twitter. The problem is... You know, obviously, it's an open forum for anyone and any everyone and anyone to comment. And so I am okay. I'm 100% okay with people uh, saying whatever they want to me in return. But at times, I want to engage when I normally I'm like, you know, I just need to step back, let people have their opinions of, of me and my opinions, too. But uh, anyway, that's another story for another day. But I do enjoy Twitter. I got to put glasses on. I'm getting old here. There we go. Well, I'll, I'll say this much. I know that you're uh, so you're you're my co-host here, but your co-host for uh, KSL Sports Live, Jeremiah Jensen. Man, JJ, he was having a rough Sunday with your uh, with your guys' Broncos. My goodness, you you guys <laughs> and your coach. Uh, there's some strong feelings over there in the studio. There are. Um, it's okay. I personally, it's like it's early, right? We got to let this breathe a little bit. We got to let it play out a little bit. Um, we're, we're in that world where, um, you know, we, we judge a little more quickly than maybe sometimes it's okay to just step back, let it breathe, let him, let him, uh, cut his teeth a little bit here and see where it goes. Well, this week of NFL was, I mean, it was wild, Sam. I mean, it was, it was crazy as far as coaching decisions, like pack it there. I mean, you, you had a bunch of wild stuff, but I think as far as the locals are concerned, I mean. Talk about Britton Covey having a, a crazy <laughs> couple of weeks. He, uh, he he gets called up from the practice squad last week, and then the same thing happens again this week. But uh, can you explain to our listeners a little bit about what happened to Britton Covey as he tried to show up for the Eagles game? Yeah, no kidding. So this is a guy who he, he kind of caught Eagles Nation by storm, got their imaginations, their excitement a little bit as this underdog story, this undrafted kid who's, uh, coming out, he's he's showing his work ethic, his leadership. He's flashing moves and quickness. He showed that all in training camp, right? So he kind of caught Eagles Nation's attention, um, got them excited about this kid. Oh, this might be a guy who, you know, we can get behind. It, it's almost like the what's the old uh, Eagles movie? Um, uh, with yeah. Mark Wahlberg, right? You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Where the, yeah. the walk on, uh, whatever. Yeah, everyone listening knows exactly what I'm talking about, but. 
uh, it's almost like another story um, of that. But here, here we are in 2022 with Britton Covey. So this is his first NFL home game of his life, showing up at Lincoln Memorial Stadium, uh, first ever game with, with the Eagles in their environment. He's super excited about it, shows up. They don't let him park. They don't let him park in the player's lot because his parking pass is that of, of uh, where, where the practice squad guys would park, um, which is a different lot. Uh, his teammates told him, just let him know. We'll let you in. Well, he tried. The attendant would have let him in. And uh, Britton Covey, I think, told the story the best. Yeah, well, to no fault of theirs, right? I, I had the practice squad pass. Uh, my teammates told me, just tell them you were elevated to the active roster and they'll let you in. But I could tell they didn't quite recognize me. And, and uh, when I told them I was elevated and, and they said, look, you don't have the pass for this. And I said, no, I, I, I'm a player. <laughs> And they said, we're sorry, man. And so I totally get where they're coming from. Did they know your name? Did they know who you were? I don't think so. <laughs> so, which is understandable. I mean, I haven't, you know, I got to prove myself in Philly before I deserve to, to be there. So I, I liked it. I had to park with the, with the grinders, with, you know, out about a half mile away with the tailgaters and, and walk through. And I, I thought it was a blast, honestly. It was, it's kind of like college. Did many of them know you? A few people recognized me and they were kind of confused and I had to ask them, you know, where to go. But uh, for me, like I said, it was kind of inspiring to, to walk through the crowd and, and see how much people love football here. And, and it made me determined, you know, to, I want to be a great player here. And I didn't play my best on Monday, so I'm, I might have to walk through that crowd again and get even more determined. Well, so now you're going to park there over there, over there all the time now with the tailgate. I, I mean, I might. Some form of that. No, you're not. So, anyways. But it, it was, it's a great story. Yeah. My, my, all, every single teammate has been giving me a, a lot of funny laughs about it today. Okay. So. Anyway, that's pretty wild, right? I mean, the great thing, I think, that I think the, the best part of Britain's story is that he said, Go park, having to park out there with the fans and walk through the tailgaters actually motivates him to prove himself that he belongs. Cause he even, he even mentioned that, you know, he didn't have the greatest game on Monday night. And right. uh, so I love it. He's taking that experience and turning it into a positive, a motivator for him. Yeah. I love the fact that as a rookie, he's gotten called up two weeks in a row. So he's clearly showing the coaching staff there, Nick Sirianni and his staff that, you know, he, he's a reliable guy. I mean, special teams isn't glamorous, but when you make a mistake on special teams, everybody rips you for it, right? And so to have a guy who's reliable to go out there, uh, he had three punt returns this last week, and then I think he had two the week before. I mean, he's he's not in a position where he's going out and running routes and catching, catching touchdown passes right now like some of his wide receiver teammates, but he's, he's, get, he's getting reps in, in the game. And I think that that's important and pretty cool uh for a guy who went undrafted a few months ago and is already making an impact in the nfl but sam every week here we uh we're gonna we're gonna go through your mvps <laughs> of the week so uh let's let's break it down sam who are your mvps of the week okay so i started this last week when, when we were doing the show i um i made it a little fancier this week i guess but we've got my three stars i kind of stole that from hockey my three stars. And uh, here we go. We'll start with, with uh, number three. Third star. Carolina drive begins 
Vikings from the 25-yard line. Christian McCaffrey has a hole, has a first down. Christian McCaffrey breaks free. Finally busts one loose. 49 yards inside the New York 25. Great job with the double team right Okay, so I know you just heard a Christian McCaffrey highlight. No, he's not a local tied to Utah. He's not local. He is to Colorado. He, he played in the Pac-12, Sam. We're going to claim he him. Played in the Pac-12. <laughs> I lived in Colorado. I covered him in high school. So, But no, he's not my third star. He, the third star is Brady Christensen, the guy who helped blow that hole open. He was a part of that double team that helped blow that hole open for Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey had a big game. Uh, went for a hundred plus in in the game. The the um, the Panthers. I got I got to make sure I get this right. The Panthers uh, as a team averaged six point three yards per carry in that game on Sunday. McCaffrey himself six point eight. Brady Christensen's a big part of that. And and I'll tell you what. In two weeks, this is only his second NFL season. He's already playing at a very very high level. In two weeks, he's played for hundred and eleven snaps. Only one penalty called against him and zero sacks allowed in two weeks in the NFL. So Brady Christensen, I'm giving you some love this week with my third star. Now, Sam, I thought that uh, Brady, you know, that big hole that he had on that Christian McCaffrey run was amazing. And I think that's really going to be paramount to the Panthers having success this year. You've seen that Baker Mayfield still is Baker Mayfield from the Cleveland Brown days. And so them being able to establish the run, with having a guy like Brady Christensen making those big holes is going to be really critical for them. Let's move on to your number two. All right, let's do it. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. interception week two your second first round pick gets an interception talking about having your draft picks produce a nice play by Devin Lloyd yeah I feel like so um you know I put a lot of work in um you know in college and I feel like it's helping me right now and so I'm just going to continue to try to get better so there you go my second star is Devin Lloyd six tackles three passes defense and yes the big highlight his very first career NFL interception in two weeks in the NFL. He's already playing like a leader on this defense. He's playing like exactly who the the Jaguars went out to get in the first round. And uh, he heard him say it at the end there. He's still crediting all the hard work he put in at the University of Utah, what he learned work ethic-wise at the University of Utah to who he is today in the NFL through two weeks of his career. Hey, I'll say this much, Sam. 
he's led his team in tackles the first two weeks of his rookie season. I mean, that's pretty impressive for Devin Lloyd to go out there. He also made a, an interception there at the end of the game that just was a heartbreaker for me. Killed my Colts, <laughs> still winless. 24 rough, to but, nothing. But I was happy oh. because it was Devin Lloyd that made the pick yeah. there. So it was a little bittersweet moment for me. Let's move on to your number one star of the week, Sam. Who is it? year my first pick was a one hand interception so I mean I'm not really I'm not new to this I've, I've been doing it um I mean I played receiver in high school so I these are all just plays that I've been making since I've been since I've been younger and I just continue to do it as this it was routine I'm said the block going deep and intercepted by Williams was he in nope he was out on the chalk he got one foot in let's and- see one. One. Oh, he got the he got, That's a pick. I thought he dragged that second foot. That's a pick. The previous play is under review. Yep. Williams will come up with his second interception of the game. I mean, I get the ball. You know, I just do what I gotta do to make plays on the defense. I mean, it's not, it's not something I'm used. I mean, new to. I've, I've been doing it, so I'm not really surprised. I mean, I should have had another one. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I hold myself a high standard to, to make, make plays, and that's what I should have done. There it is again. It, uh, my my top star, Marcus Williams. I mean, this guy is outstanding. He, you know, was very good in his through his uh, f- five seasons in New Orleans, but now in his very first year with Baltimore, he is just, you know, staking his claim on that Baltimore secondary. Three interceptions through two weeks of the NFL season. This guy might make his first career Pro Bowl this year. That's the level he's playing at, and. Uh, he certainly has injected a lot of energy and excitement into that Ravens secondary. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty impressive. He's a guy that we've talked about every single week on the podcast so far, and we're going to have to do it next week, too, if he goes out there and keeps playing at this level. I mean, leading his team in tackles, like you said, three picks through two weeks. I mean, the Baltimore defense is known for guys like this, and they're also, like, super injured right now, and so – He's one of those guys that's healthy and he's out there making plays, helping his team. And uh, that was a fun game. That Miami game was a really fun one. Uh, They were on the losing side, but Marcus Williams was a big reason why they were in that game. Uh, I will say this much, Sam, as we move on to week number three in the NFL, I'm looking at the schedule here and I'm trying to pick which one I want for my game of the week. And I see like (laughs) five games that I think are awesome. So I want to know which one you're going to go with first, and then I'm going to pick mine afterwards. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that you don't take my pick. Okay, so my pick for uh, game of the week, I mean, let's look no further than Sunday Night Football on KSL Channel 5 with the San Francisco 49ers visiting the Denver Broncos. Um, look, there's some other really great games on the schedule. I like I like the, the Tampa Bay game. Um, I like the with the Packers. I like the uh, the the Rams and and Cardinals. Uh, but look, 
is Sunday night is the most watched game of the week in, in the NFL. Not only that, but this is kind of a critical game, I think, for both teams going into totally. week three. And there's there's you brought it up at the top of the podcast. There is a little bit of pressure already just through three weeks on what the Broncos can do with Russell Wilson and their head coach, Tom, uh, uh, Tom Hackett, with, with their with their head coach. Oh, no. Uh, hey, I love Tom, but if Tom's their head coach, I mean, your team <laughs> is screwed for the rest of the year. I'm sorry. I love Tom, but I'm going to go with Nathaniel Hackett as a better yeah. head coach. Sorry. All, all Hackett's have got to be related, right? Some Somewhere on uh, Nathaniel Hackett, there, there already has a little bit of pressure on, on the way he's game managed and managed the offense um, with Russell Wilson, but and then Jimmy Garoppolo, the story that the story that is Jimmy Garoppolo still not being traded, not being moved from the 49ers in the offseason, still being on this roster. And then all of a sudden, uh-oh, Trey Lance is hurt and he's down and out and they have to rely on a guy that they didn't really want. Can Jimmy Garoppolo win games for this team and kind of recapture? I think he kind of has the hearts of 49er fans. Can he recapture the 49er front offense and front office and make them believers? If not, at the least maybe uh, spike his value in the NFL so that there's plenty of other teams wanting to grab him. So this is huge opportunity for him and uh, an interesting uh, uh, time for the Denver Broncos in, in which direction are they going to head in a tight AFC West race. So I like this game for a lot of reasons, but uh, there you go. That's my game of the week. And that's a lot of drama in that game. And the fact that it's prime time Sunday night, I mean, it's awesome. 6.20 p.m. on Sunday night on KSL TV. Be sure to tune into the Niners and the Broncos. Uh, there's a, a bunch of games, like you said, that are that are good matchups this week. I'm going to go with that Tampa Bay-Green Bay game just because you've got Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. We don't know how many times those guys are going to face off again. I mean, it may be the last time that they play against each other for all we know. So the, the fact is... You've got Aaron Rodgers, back-to-back MVP, Tom Brady, who was runner-up for MVP. I mean, it's got the makings of, of an awesome game on Sunday afternoon. Uh, that game's at 2.25 p.m. on Sunday. And uh, it's it's at Tampa Bay, uh, and it's also not like November in Lambeau. So I think Green Bay is going to be able to have a little bit better offense than uh, one might think. They also have been struggling out of the gate so far this season. So I'm interested to see if if they continue to struggle against a really solid Tampa Bay defense. And then Green or uh, sorry, Tampa Bay is down receivers. They lost Mike Evans to the suspension. Cole Beasley yeah. got signed to their practice squad. You've got Julio Jones, who really hasn't done a whole lot other than make one really nice catch in week one. So Tom Brady's he's got Leonard Fournette really as a weapon. And I'm interested to see kind of how he spreads the ball out to, to the rest of those guys on Tampa Bay's uh, offense there. But Sam, before we wrap this up today, I want to get you to tease what we've got this weekend on a packed weekend on KSL Sports Live. Yeah, KSL Sports Live on Sunday night, 1045 Mountain Time. Um, I mean, we go loaded NFL, but we also go loaded with college football. The University of Utah, BYU, Utah State's taking on UNLV. Um Big games for, for, for all three schools. Not only will we have full coverage of those, we've got Jeremiah Jensen in Tempe this weekend with the Utes as they take on the Sun Devils. So we'll have full coverage from them. And, of course, BYU at home late uh, Saturday night with Wyoming. So we will have not only highlights and post-game reactions, but we break it down with Stevenson Sylvester, former Ute great, 
uh, former NFL great, former local in the NFL. He will be in studio helping us uh, break all that down as well. And if there's one local that I want, that I'm most interested to see how he does for week three, I am going to go with Tyler Algier of the Atlanta Falcons, who made his NFL debut last week, tied for the team high in carries with 10 carries. He only went for 31 yards, but Patterson only went for 41. So, I mean, you know, it'll be interesting to see where his career progresses, what opportunities he gets in week three, and if he's gained the trust to see if he can take another step. But uh, a lot coming our way. And, of course, we have a full recap of locals in the NFL with Jeremiah on Sunday as well. Be sure to tune in on Sunday night. That's KSL TV. He's Sam Farnsworth. You can find him on Twitter at Samsworth underscore KSL. You can find me on Twitter at Kyle Ireland. Like the podcast on all platforms. Give us five stars. Give us a little review. Tell us what we're really good at, what we're really bad at. Uh, <laughs> maybe more of the latter than the, the former, but, you know, who knows? We're working on it. We're, we're getting this thing underway. But until next week, be sure to tune in to everything on KSL TV and check out kslsports.com. Thank you.